high sticking to breaking down the middle. Here's the lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Presented by Wolf GMC Buick. We're making it easy. WolfGMCBuick.com. Welcome to the lowdown on Sports 1440. It's Alan Mitchell. Today's show, the Edmonton Oilers play Chicago tonight and need to keep this run going. Milk this thing through December and then see what happens. Oilers are 3-0-0 with nine more in December games and a pile of momentum plus McDavid. What a player. You've got to be happy if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan because this looked dire not so very long ago. Now 10-3-0 in their last 13, and it's good times, as Sheik said. Sports1440.ca, iHeartRadio, and Radio Player Canada. Text or call us 1-833-401-1440. That's 1-833-401-1440. The lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in stock 2023 GMC in Buick. Ask for details. Plus, get up to $4,000 in Christmas cash. Wolf GMC Buick. Okay. Don't forget to test us out at uh, Twitter, at Low Tide, and at Declan Kruger. Our guest today, Daniel Nugent-Bowman from The Athletic, Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times as well. With that, we say a hearty hello to Mr. Twang Tuesday, the man who invented love of country music. It is Declan Kruger. hey Perfect description. How are you, Al? How many country music stars do you know? Could you name them? Uh, I could probably name like seven or eight. Okay. What would they be? Merle Haggard. Okay. Garth Brooks. Yes. Dolly Parton. Yes. Patsy Cline. Yes. Keith Urban. Yes. Toby Keith. Yes. Luke Bryan. Yes. Why do you Tim hate McGraw. Conway Twitty? Why do you hate Conway oh, Twitty? I wasn't even thinking of Con- Conway Twitty. So we'll cap it there and say I did a pretty good job. You did a very good Thank job. You. And you know what? You you had the modern and you had the old timey. So we're all happy with you. I couldn't expect you to know Roy Drusky, even though it was my mom's favorite singer. I'm not hurt at all. Do you consider Johnny Cash country? I think a lot well, of people I've think had he's this folk. conversation with a friend of mine the yeah. other day, and I think folk might be it. I think folk is more country out. folk. I think Johnny Cash's category is Johnny Cash. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's just the category is just the man in black. Well, and that's when it. he first came in, it was with Sun Records, and it was called Rockabilly. Mm, yeah. Interesting. But then Billy got upset, and so they stopped doing that. And uh, so we call it whatever we call it. But I think John Wayne, or John Wayne, Johnny Cash is his own category. John Wayne couldn't sing a lick. And he proved it, I believe, in an Irish film where it was a Maureen O'Hara. I can't remember who he was in it with, but it was was not good. It was not good. All right, lots to talk about today, including our guest, Ben, uh, ben Pope from Chicago Sun-Times and DNB from The Athletic. Orders, no lineup changes. Uh, Vander Kane did not practice this morning, but that does happen from time to time. Uh, he is likely to play. No other changes. Stuart Skinner will be back in net, as you would expect. The numbers over the last 13 games are so good, there's no reason to tweak unless there's an injury, and there is none. Kane aside, and he should play. Uh, there is one concern, and it's Connor Brown. And I like I don't want to harp on this because he is doing good things. He's good on the penalty kill. Uh, the The possession numbers have been good. But at some point in time, sooner or later, you have to start scoring goals. He got one in the last game that was disallowed. Hopefully, he can use that as momentum. Because if Brown starts to settle in, then when Dylan Holloway comes back, and it, it's very likely going to be by the end of the month, then then you've got a problem. But it's a really good problem. You've got too many good players. And how do you solve that? Well, you might trade one. You might send one out. Adam Ernie, um, uh, Gagne possibly. But I think Sam Gagne has played Pretty darn well. I talked on the blog today about 
the Edmonton Oilers, over their history, have always had times for mad dogs and Englishmen and ne'er-do-wells and former stars and never-stars, and they would invite them, and who knows what would happen. Sometimes it would work out, sometimes it would not. In 79, a late addition to the roster was Jim Harrison, who was a star of the WHA owners, but by 79, he had back issues, and even though he wasn't an older fellow, he was not the guy that you could count on, and he got into three games that year, but he had to wait and wait and wait and wait, and uh, as you know, the owners had a, a few other centermen who were pretty good. So that could have happened to Sam Gagne. But in fact, Sam Gagne came here. He ended up going uh, to the minors because he had to you know, do a rehab. Comes up, and he's been a productive player. Now, the Oilers ha- are going to have a problem moving forward because you need young guys replacing the older guys. And right now, they've got enough guy- old guys. They don't need any more. But I think Gagne, Yanmark, uh, Derek Ryan... They played well. Excuse me. Do you ever have that happen when you get a little bit of a like a cough in your throat and there's nothing you can do about it? Yeah, you just got to ride it out. Mm-hmm. You just have to live with it and say, you know what, you guys got to take this one on the chin sometimes, yeah. yeah. As you get older, it gets more and more perilous because you're like, okay, remember to breathe. There's, all, there's so many things to remember when you're old. And if you stop doing any of them, it could be dire. Anyway, I'm fine. Uh, I know you weren't concerned, but I wanted to let you know. One thing you could be concerned about if you were a special kind of Oilers fan is what happened to the Calgary Flames last night. That hurt. Oh, my God. I was watching the game, and they're up 5-3. And, you know, on the 5-3 goal, you kind of got the feeling, okay, well, man, the Flames are, you know, they're, they're getting it together. This is going to be a big win for them. And then Colorado, it's it's like watching, a, a like when you're on the highway, say you're on the QE2 and you're, you're beside, like, a Maserati or some, like, fast, fast Italian car. By the way, have you seen Fernando Pisani's car? Oh, my God. It is so cool. Anyway, uh, it's a fast, fast car, and you're like, why is this guy with me? And then all of a sudden, he's gone or she's gone. That's sort of what happened with the Colorado Avalanche last night. They're a very good team. They were just mucking about, and then they took off. And they ended up winning that game, and that's got to hurt the Calgary Flames. And I know you, because you're an Oilers fan, and you want the Flames to do well, so there might be a a playoff series between the two teams. Uh, Colorado Eagles are playing the Bakersfield Condors in a roadie today, uh, an early, early game. Like, this is, like, it's, it is, this game started at 10.30, it's a a home game for Bakersfield, It, it, it started at 10.30 Bakersfield time. And the kids come out, and it's all a lot of fun. But these guys are are like, I mean, Raphael Lavoie got his sleep. I'm not sure about everybody else. I'll be honest with you. 56 seconds left in the first period. No score. 11-10 shots for Bakersfield over Colorado. The Oilers' power play stayed out late, and it does not look good so far today. But it's early, and we will keep you updated on that. You can text us at one 401 uh, looking for ideas for Connor Brown. Whether do you, how long do you keep him there? Who do you replace him with? The the impending move is probably Dylan Holloway. When he gets here, do you move Fogel up and then check Holloway onto the left side with Ryan McLeod and maybe Connor Brown? Is that the way you go? How would you like to see that go? And we'll uh, pass along your comments here as the day goes down.
My computer's working very slowly today, Declan. Are you having the same problem? Is it your text line by chance? Al? Yes. It is mine as well. Mine okay. is actually not loading at all. So if anyone's texting in to tell me how terrible of a job I'm doing, I haven't seen it. So that's why I'm still so chipper. <laughs> People love you. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they like me. They like no. me because I'm with you. No, that's not true. I, I get people t- saying to me, well, looks like your time on the radio is ending soon. Listen to Declan <laughs> with all that noise. Well, high praise and very kind, but we may be in for a slow show here if this uh, text line doesn't get well, going. Well, I, I mean, we don't have any brains of our own, so we're what are we going to do? Oh, my goodness. I can't like, I at least get to sit back and pretend I'm typing over here. I can't even imagine. Well, Radley's mad at through. us because we're not reading his first text. We didn't get it, but that's not important. We're Sorry, missing Radley. text. So uh, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. No score now. 12-10 shots Colorado or for Bakersfield over Colorado Eagles. And I, I will tell you what I think that is, is likely to happen with Connor Brown. He is going to have to move off that second line. And um, Rachel Dory is such an interesting commentator. She said, well, maybe move him up to the top line. If you were going to do that, tonight would be the night. Like, if you're, if you're playing... Chicago and the game looks like you've already got it in the bag mid-second. Do you put Connor Brown up there with, say, Zach Hyman at left wing and Brown at right wing with McDavid, and then you move Nuge onto the line with Leon and Kane? I, I don't know that you do, but it's at least something to think about. I wanted to ask you, I know that you're not, like, the guy as it pertains to the NBA, but... I'm, I'm, I'm adjacent. I'm the guy adjacent. Okay, sure. Um, what what on God's green earth is happening with the Knicks and Raptors? Because now they're threatening, like they're getting mad at the the the, the Knicks or the Knicks owner is is like that guy yes. that you know who's like independently filthy rich has never been told no, and now he's at a point in his life where he is grumpy, upset that he didn't accomplish more, and mad as hell and not going to take it anymore as they said on network. And and then the the Raptors I think are just getting tired of this. And now they're they're starting to make some noise here. And you know how litigious America is. Of course. I mean, I hope people do. If you're ever down there, just, you know, obey all the rules. But I wonder where this is going. Like what is the end game for the Knicks? What are they trying to get out of this? Yeah, I think about that too sometimes. I think a lot of it when when you're you know a billion dollar organization that the New York Knicks are, I think a lot of it comes down to principle and setting a precedent. Because for anyone who doesn't know, the Knicks alleged that a former staffer stole files and sold them to the Raptors or gave them to the Raptors and this was or about something like that. Like player was scouting reports, which the yes. Knicks must be terrible at it because they can't draft. Well, clearly, yeah. I mean, you know, they picked their yeah, like clearly they got their two best players, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, in trade. So clearly, or I think Randle is a free agent signing, but nonetheless, yeah, clearly they don't have a lot to go on in the scouting department. But I think they just want to set a precedent and say, hey, this cannot be done moving forward. Like, I mean, money aside, obviously we have more money. Our organization is worth more money than God himself could buy. But we want to set this precedent moving forward that this can't be happening and this can't be commonplace in the league. Yeah. See, Connor Halley worried about me. Why can't you worry like uh, that about me? Did, he comes over and he makes sure my, my machine is working okay. You know what? He just what? did the same to me. Yeah, but he did me first. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing I like. It's a little more, you know, it's look a little after more. the old guy and then <laughs> he'll stop bitching. It's a little more important if, if you're the one with the text line. If I'm not, you know, the sky doesn't fall. Trade Holloway. Well, I don't think they should do that. I, I wrote about that in The Athletic today, or yesterday. It's, it's up today again. 
um, which I'm always happy when my articles stay up. Um, they don't pull them down. I'm just teasing. Um, but I like Dylan Holloway for the future, and they need an inexpensive contract. He and Broberg and Lavoie and maybe Burgo and Olivier Rodrigue, they're the top candidates for inexpensive graduating players who could play and help next year. They, you need 10 of them. You need 10 candidates, four make it, three stay all year. That's what you need every year. Oh, no, I meant for you to disregard my last text, which is Otani Lent in Toronto. <laughs> Radley, you're funny today, and you made me laugh, and I thank you. Connor Brown gets sent to the AHL just like Campbell and Broberg to work on his game for Morris. I don't think so. Like, general managers do not like sending Jack Campbells down. And Ken Holland's already sent one down. I don't think we're going to see another one. Now, if he's not the general manager, maybe, but he's he's invested. Connor Brown is a big part of this team, and if you want to know why, look at the contract. They gave him a major bonus. Major bonus. This has to work out. Sometimes in life, if you're a manager, it has to work out. Like when you hire your son, I won't do that, but there are people in the world that own companies, and they go, Here's my son. He's the new executive vice president, and he's 22. And you have to go, oh, yeah, that's a really great idea. Have you ever worked in a company that ever had that happen? No. No, I haven't, I haven't, been, in any, I haven't been anywhere where I've been surrounded by nepotism. I worked uh, for a company um, owned by the Sifton family, very famous family in Toronto, and I thought that. I thought, oh, here comes Michael Sifton. He's going to be, you know, everything's just going to be handed to him. And so I, I talked to him one day about what he did, like what he did in the company. And basically his dad said, well, if you're going to learn the business, you're going to learn it from the ground up. And he did. And he did. He had a, an insane schedule. I think if I were, if I had been Michael Sifton, I would have quit my job and gone to something else. Because <laughs> sometimes your dad's like, okay, you're going to have to earn it. And that was the case. So it's not always that way. It certainly wasn't in that case. Brown has to contribute. His production is embarrassing. The two that came to me were Elvis and Marty Robbins. Yeah, well, big time. Marty Robbins... El Paso has one of the best lyrics I've ever heard in it. May I may I give you the passage since we're off the rails anyway with the, all the things that have happened? Yeah, why not? Okay. I, I want you to... Do you know the song at all? I don't think so. Okay, it's about a guy on a horse. And so he's at Rosa's. It ends up badly. He ends up dead. So, you know, this is a posthumous song. Uh, but he goes... Just for a moment, I stood there in silence, shocked by the foul, evil deed I'd done. Many thoughts raced through my mind as I stood there. I had a one chance, and that was to run. Out through the back door of Rosa's I ran, out where the horses were tied. I caught a good one. It looked like it could run. I always remember that lyric. Like, I don't know that there's a better passage, but I would like them to try. Declan, you're doing a great job. LT, you and Bruce should start a hockey history podcast. It would be a hit. Get Lansky to jump in. I don't have time. I got I today I worked really hard to get my I did the I did the dishes. I did I made my bed. 
I, I cleaned up around the house. I got myself ready. I put pants on. And I was so ready to watch the Condors game at 10.30, but it was 10.30 Pacific. So I, I, was, I did all of that for nothing. Except I was ready. The Nuge McDavid Hyman line is magic and shouldn't be touched as long as it's clicking. I, I, I hear you. But if you're trying to get Connor Brown going, don't you need to get him a goal? Grab Vrana. He's on waivers today. I mean, I think the Oilers shouldn't spend any money on anyone over a million one until the deadline unless they're trading out dollars. I, I, would, I think that it would be better for them to, to trade for a guy. Like Vrana, you said that Vrana, some of his some of his money was uh, like had already been sent to another team or, or had been halved. Yeah, two point six retained by Detroit. Right. So, I mean, maybe you make a deal. They, they split it again, and you send them somebody that makes one point five or something. I don't know, but get some money off the books. This game is starting so late, I don't know how many people are going to be able to stay awake. I got people from Newfoundland texting and saying, suck it up, buttercup. Well, I'm I'm just telling you my situation. I don't know how people do it out in Newfoundland. Like, I don't know how you do it. It's a half hour later than everybody. Keep Brown on the line with dry cane. Let them figure it out. They have been looking better. That's interesting. Does Brown need to score? Well, I mean, he's got to score a little bit. You just have to. All right. So that was fun. I think we've decided nothing, but we gave a clear airing of what might happen or what could happen or what people would like to have happen in regard to the Edmonton Oilers. On the way next, I'm sorry, did you want to say something? Well, I was just going to say breaking news coming down from our very own Jason Greger 24 seconds ago. Seth Jones is out tonight. Gone back to Chicago for further evaluation. Dear, oh dear. Chicago has so many injuries. We're going to talk to you that, uh, about that with Ben Pope on the way. NHL rumors next. Daniel Nugent Bowman at 120. A lot of Oilers talk today. We will talk NFL. Green Bay, what the hell is going on, Packers? That and more next. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick. You know, I, I didn't see Johnny Cash, but he had a um, estate in Jamaica, and it was on a golf course. And I golfed the course that that he was on, and I kind of peered through and see if I could see Mr. Cash. Uh, I did not. But at the clubhouse, I said, how do you know he's up there? Like, and he's not like on tour. And they said, because when he's up there, uh, every morning, uh, one of our carts is gone. <laughs> <laughs> because who are you going to say, like, you're not going to say no to Johnny Cash, you know, scoffing one of your, your golf carts, I don't think. Pretty cool guy. Do you have a favorite Johnny Cash song, or do you know any of them? Hurt. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, by far. Too. There's a great boxing tribute video on YouTube with Hurt playing as the background music. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Watch it all the time. Yeah, he's... The, the thing about that song is is that, like, it came late, but it might, it certainly is one of his most emotional songs. It is so good. 
Like, I don't know how you, like, I, I, it's, it's not my favorite Johnny Cash song, but it's close, and I understand why people would feel that way. You know, it, it, it is so good. What's your favorite? I Walk the Line is good as well. Yeah, that's the, mine are I Walk the Line, Hurt, Sunday Morning Coming Down, Ring of Fire. Yeah. made me laugh so hard when I was a kid. Uh, I love Folsom uh, Pr- Prison Blues, um, Don't Take Your Guns to Town, One Piece at a Time, which is a kind of a novelty song, but I really liked it. And um, there's an old one called Five Feet High and Rising, which I also like. So just all of them. I love Johnny Cash. Yeah, I he's love great. All he's the Sun Sessions people, which would be Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash. Um, they called them the the Roy- million dollar whatever they were quartet. Roy Orbison was Pretty Woman. Yeah, but yeah. his 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 son song was Ubi Dooby, and then he went to a, a, a label called Monument, mm. and they what they did was they stopped being rockabilly with him, and they said your voice is the star, and so they just had strings and ladies backing up his vocals and. Like Running Scared and Only the Lonely and Pretty Woman. They're all great songs. Okay, so period number two, getting underway with Colorado and Bakersfield. We will keep you updated on that. It's time now for uh, Rumors. We do a segment every day called Rumors. And we this is not a rumor. Jason Greger just told us that, that uh, Seth Jones is heading back to Chicago. He is not in action tonight, and he's a guy who eats up a lot of minutes. Um, 27 games this year, 11 assists, minus five. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing you could chime in today, uh, is our is our text line not working again or is it working? You know what? Mine is down. Okay. Mine is down. All right. So text us. Maybe we won't get it, but hey, it's fun. 1-833-401-1440. Do you think that Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson deal worked out for either team? I, I, I They're both fine players and they both had long careers. But yeah, but that's exactly what it is. They're both just kind of well. They're not. They're not impact players. Like yeah. you know, like people always talk about Nuge being a disappointing number one overall. I think Nuge has had a better career than either of them. But yeah, I, might I would be probably. Biased, ag- I would know. probably agree. But I think that's a relatively low bar when you're talking about. Sure, that's true. But, yeah. You want to know how you know when you're getting old? How. Yeah, this is a really good test. Well, you you yell at the price of pepper when you're in the store yep. and people abandon you. But you also have a moment where you you read something, as I'm about to, Washington Capitals have re-signed goaltender Clay Stevenson to a three-year contract, and you go, who? I I, I, I honestly, I, I did not know who this was. And he's from Drayton Valley. I should know who this is. It's my job to know who the goalies are from Drayton Valley. He played for the Coquitlam Express, Dartmouth College, went to the South Carolina Stingrays, uh, and then Hershey Bears for a year and a bit, and has been signed by the Washington Capitals. And, you know, I mean, he's he's an up-and-comer. He's This is a guy who's going to play in the NHL. In 16 AHL games, his save percentage is around 930. So, yeah, he's going to play. Colorado has scored. It's one nothing Colorado over Bakersfield. I don't know why I'm updating this game, but I am. It's there. Hey, boys, Lee Brown where he is. He will start scoring. That comes from Hacksaw. I can read that only because there's a portion of it I can read, but please send your stuff, would you please? Does Brown need to score? Yes. Samarukov clears. 
we overvalue our prospects. I don't know. I, you know, people always say that and they go, oh, well, you know, this is a guy you were very afraid he was going to. Well, they traded him. I know a lot of smart people. Uh, I, I believe I read Sunil Agnohotri uh, writing about the losing a player like Samarukov. And I agree with this article. I think it was him. You, you, when you're trading young players who have a chance to be around for a long time, there is a worry, and especially defensemen. That's why I never understood about the idea about, well, get rid of Broberg. He's no good. Okay, he's one injury away from being in your top six. You need that guy. You know, like I think we forget every year what happens when injuries hit defensemen. And especially now, because it hasn't happened to the orders in some time, but sure as hell, as soon as some nut bar says it on the radio, they haven't had injuries for a while, that's when it happens. Allison L. reporting that uh, via Dave Hextall, Justin Schultz not available tonight for the Seattle Kraken. Okay, so Rana is on waivers today. And both players, including Samarukov, cleared. So there you go. You have it. You have the update there. Um, a few things that are just kind of minor, but I, I, if you do follow hockey beyond the NHL, you might want to know about it. Uh, the New York Rangers have recalled Matthew Robertson. You may recall he had a career here with the Oil Kings, and he was a player that I thought the Edmonton Oilers might draft. Uh, they have not. He spent more time than most of us felt he would in the minor leagues but he's still young enough to have an NHL career. And he's had a couple of cups of coffee, um, I believe. Once it turns out, he hasn't. He's played, this is his third year in the in the minors. Uh, and he's played 22 games with the Hartford Wolfpack, eight assists. And he has not yet played in the National Hockey League. He was drafted in 2019. You may recall that was the same year the Edmonton Oilers drafted Philip Broberg, and everybody was so happy about it. I remember the parade. It was something else. Boston Bruins have recalled Jesper Boquist. That sounds like Pavel Zaka won't be playing. That's my guess on that. Zach Sanford, Arizona has recalled him. And a few other things, but nothing major. Like There's nothing really major going on. There could be. I, I there, there are rumors that you hear and there's things that you hear out in the ether and you're like, well, you know, Kuzmenko traded? That doesn't make any sense. And, um, you know, yesterday there was all kinds of talk stuff going on, you know, putting two to two together because the the word was early, and I I can't remember when we found out. I probably, when Declan bothered to look at the waiver wire, Vrana was going to be on waivers, and then he wasn't, and now he is. So you, you think maybe there was a deal to be had that didn't occur? That's my guess. Would you guess that, or do you... Not even think about stuff like that. I would, th- I would think that would probably be the most likely scenario. Right. Yes. Also, hey, text lines back. Oh, thank God. I guess this needs to be a hockey history show. Quick, Al, the best waiver pickup in Oilers history. Oh, wow, that would be interesting. I'd have to look it up. Um, the best waiver loss. Probably Whitney in 99. That was a big one. Oh, my God. Best waiver pickup. Hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody obvious. Never happens. Not a Johnny Cash song. It's a Nine Inch Nails song. It's a both song. Nine Inch Nails version is great, too.
Connor uh, Brown needs to convert this postseason into vintage 06 Pisani. Well, you know what? If that happens, then the management's off the hook. Don't worry about Connor Brown. His penalty killing will suffice for now, and the goals will come. See? Nice to see support for him. Is there a problem with the podcast? The last one I could get on iTunes was November 29th. What's going on, Declan? The podcasts are all up to date on Apple and Spotify. Now, I did see that text, but I do believe it said TuneIn, not iTunes. Uh, the TuneIn oh, radio player I app. So I'll, I'll, look, I'll look into it. It's, it's, it's not... Uh, yeah, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. it. You know, and remember, you should also, like... Uh, shouldn't you? Are we supposed to tell them to clear their cash? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? Yeah, but it should still it should still show up regardless. So, um, well, we're not very good techs if we don't say clear your cash. Declan, do a better job. That's from, true. We got to cover those bases. I'm I'm looking into it right now. I'm on the distribution page on our on our podcasting network. Don't change anything with the lineup. Keep Holloway and Campbell off the rosters. We ain't broken from Smeds. I think I sent um, three amazing texts and I forget them. Okay. LT, more great Marty Robbins lyrics from Big Iron. Texas Red had not cleared leather for a bullet fairly ripped. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's the real stuff. Now that he's uh, becoming a big deal, the producer would like to revert to his full name, Declan Kruger Mellencamp. I like that. First of all, let's not turn Broberg into another Petri. Relax, everyone. Two people have to remember this is a tough league. And two people have to remember this is a tough league. Players take time to develop. Tied the owners still need a goalie, and they need to get Leon a, a score before I'll believe. Okay. Kesselring in Arizona is looking good since his call up from Big Mac. Yep, he does. Did we get Steos on waivers? No, he was not signed by Atlanta Thrashers, even though he was their captain in the offseason. And then the Oilers signed him. And I'd see, I remember him playing forward with Vancouver, and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And then he got here, and oh my God, he was such a difference. He made such a difference. As an Oilers fan, I didn't realize other teams could possibly have bad players or players that don't work out. Hmm. Cash covered the nine inch nails is better than the nine inch nails original. I don't, I don't make that. Like I don't think that's like it's like. Um, I love Joni Mitchell and I love Big Yellow Taxi, but Counting Crows did a really good version of it, and so I don't, I don't. I mean, I guess I compare them a little bit, but I, I think you can enjoy more than one version of a song. It's like Summer Wind, the Frank Sinatra song. It's been done by everybody. But it's a great song. I take it you've never been to Newfoundland. Nothing is open before 11 there. That can't be true. You guys have missed out on the last 10 years of fantastic music. I prefer the new exciting country music. Andy S. Carpet Guy. You know you're getting old when you need to start shaving your ears. Bah ha ha from Hacksaw. I've done that for many years now. And the nose. Have you had to shave your nose hairs yet? 
You know what? I haven't, but I'll tell you this. I asked for a nose hair trimmer this Christmas yeah. because it's finally getting to be that time. See, what you do is I have a nose hair trimmer, but you end up not using it. You know why? Because you're driving down the road and you're at the lights and you flip down the little mirror and you go, oh, my God, I can't go out in public like this. And then you do the awful thing. You take the hairs in your fi- between your fingernails and you pull. And then you're crying by the time you get to the restaurant. I've been doing that. I just yeah. started this year. This was the first year I really felt it. So I think this nose hair trimmer is going to be revolutionary. I'm very, I hope I get it. I hope you Santa puts it think it is, but you, you, it's never there when you need it. That's the, I have one. But and I every once in a while I remember when I'm shaving, but usually it's the it's the crying at the lights. Who's in the starters net this morning at Morning Skate? Thanks, Romo. It is Stuart Skinner. Need Campbell gone paired with a pick and Broberg. Okay, I'm on my second last drink before the game tonight. <laughs> from Smeds, uh, hi Al. Wasn't Ryan Jones a waiver pickup from Smashville? He was. He ended up being a good player and a fan favorite, James from the Hood. He did end up being a fan favorite, that's for sure. Hey, guys, guys, great show. When was the last time a reporter fumbled as bad as Morosi with Otani? Forgive me if I've already talked about it. What happens now to this reporter? Does he lose credibility? Um, I don't think he does for two reasons. Number one, he was very open about it. Like, he didn't try to make it, you know, oh, that didn't happen. He was, he was, you know, he admitted it. He had bad intel, and it happens. You know, I I remember somebody in this city who got carved, carved for reporting something that ended up not being true, and it was true. The deal did go through, and the player's wife said no. So it was done. It was a done deal for all intents and purposes, and yet it didn't happen. And I'm not blaming the wife. I'm just saying that the guy, I'm, t- I'm not going to tell you who it was, but the guy got carved. But I didn't carve him because I knew what happened. And that's too bad. But it does occur from time to time. And I do think how you handle yourself afterwards is key. And he handled himself very well. Okay. It's time for us to take a break. Ben Pope from Chicago Sun-Times next. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. With Low Tide on Twang Tuesday. With Jennifer Warren's best album, uh, famous Blue Raincoat, the Leonard Cohen covers album. Lowdown is brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick and my learned colleague, Mr. Kruger, uh, informed me. And if I could read, I would have known that Ben Pope will join us at one o'clock. And at one twenty, it's Daniel Nugent Bowman from the Athletic. It's just more time for us to chit-chat. Well, and you know, we do it so well. It's like old home week. Best order waiver pickups were Stan Weir and Mark Lamb. The glory days. Lamb was important to that 1990 team, and Stan Weir was one of my... What I loved about Stan Weir was he was both a California Golden Seal and an Edmonton Oiler. And if he'd stopped in Boston, he would have been perfect. Those were those were Boston and California, and the Oilers were my favorite team. Now the Oilers were in the WHA when I was a kid, but I did cheer for them. Is the song "River" by Joni Mitchell a Christmas song? Just not sure. It's actually not a Christmas song. It has a little bit of the Jingle Bell song at the beginning, but it's a gorgeous song, and it's not a Christmas song. You can play that all year round. 
LT, I know you don't like to make predictions, but tonight's game, what do you think? Well, look, I mean, the, the all systems are the Oilers win. They are playing extremely well. They are now healthy. The goaltending seems to be taken care of. The penalty kill is good. You never know. You just never know. So you can't say 100%. This might be the game they, they, they're flat in. You know, I, I, I always, always, always try to stay away from, well, these guys, they don't work hard because they do work hard. But sometimes, you know, when you go to your job and like, for instance, our first 15 minutes of the show, the text wasn't working. And, and so we were, we were fine, but we, it was, it was, we were a little discombobulated from time to time. That happens in life. And you just, you roll with the flow, but maybe, maybe this show we lose three, two. We got to work on it. We got to back check. Declan's got to stay on the penalty box. Damn it. Do we at least, do we at least pick up the loser point in overtime? Well, maybe if we work okay. hard, but it's, it's still in the balance. We're not done yet. We got work to do, man. By the way, Colorado is dominating the second period. Shots are right now are eight to two and they have scored the only goal of the game. McDavid gets minimum three points. Well, maybe he does. Right now, you'd have to say that three would be the expectation based on what he's been playing like lately. I mean, he's been just ripping it. But I remember Joe Morgan, the baseball player. He would beg Sparky Anderson when he was in Cincinnati. He would beg him not to let him hit against the Negroes because they threw knuckleballs and, and just garbage. And he felt like one game against the Necros would cost him probably 10 outs, something like that, because they just threw so weird at him. That's why I've always believed that a smart team has a side armor because the side, you've been looking at the guy throw right-handed at you for like three weeks, and then this creepy guy comes from Laredo, and all of a sudden it's a different look. And it, it, it kind of screws you up. Brad Harstock says, just because Gary Bettman doesn't need to wake up early tomorrow morning is no, tomorrow morning is no excuse to be dropping the puck at 11.30 St. John's time. Another great job by the NHL to sell their game. Both Connors in prime time, not... I hear that. I hear the primetime idea. If you want to hear a great Johnny Cash cover, go to YouTube and watch Cassie and Woody James do Jackson from Den. I've not heard that, but I will. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. I've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. Oh, yeah. That was the 60s television for me was Johnny Cash, June Carter Cash, Glenn Campbell. And country music. Gagne recreates eight-point night tonight. You never know when the tide flows away. It's true. Careful, brother. I don't know where that was. River is absolutely a Christmas song. It starts with a jingle bells tune. As the words beginning, it's coming on Christmas. Yeah, but it's not a Christmas song. You could play that. It's a great song every day of the year. Don't pigeonhole it. That might be my favorite Joni Mitchell song. And I love Joni Mitchell. Mac T was the best waiver pickup. He was not not a waiver pickup, I don't believe. 
I think he had been released, and then there was a period of time where he was not eligible. I don't think that qualifies. We could we could get some clarification, but I'm going to say now an, an N-O on that. I'm not going to say incomplete or bad work. I'm just going to say Mel Tillis, not Melissa. Okay. The new country music is not country music. Cash, Marty Robbins, John Connolly, T.G. Shepard, Mel Tillis. Okay. John Connolly I liked. He'd been working all week. He had the real twang going. Ted Abernathy, Eldon Ocker, Chad Bradford, Mark Arcoin from Scott. Scott, Bruce McCurdy, and I could have a conversation. Any truth of the rumor, Gregor's letting his nose hair grow. No. Hey, Michael Nylander. I did not say that. Anyone grab Rana off waivers today? Well, he'll be eligible. We'll find out tomorrow. I don't, that's just too much money, I think. I don't, I, maybe a team does. Johnny Cash might be the most overrated country singer of all time. I cannot agree with that. When I graduated in 1980, I wore a white sport coat and a pink carnation. Marty was one of the best. I emceed a Sonny James concert once. And a Kitty Wells. And a Jerry Lee Lewis and a Ronnie Hawkins. They were on the same bill. I was backstage with Ronnie Hawkins and Jerry Lee Lewis. And I got it. I was like 22. And I got an education. I was 22. And I was not the oldest person there. And that's all I will say. LT, I've been following Lansky on Twitter. He's talked a lot about Louis DeBrusque play-by-play being simply bad. As a broadcaster, tell me what great play-by-play looks like from Cheb. Well, look, you know, I, I think that Steve approaches it from an angle that I do not have. Um, I think that it's very hard to be um, a broadcaster in any city when things are going bad. People get mad at you. And people always say, well, I want somebody to be highly critical. And then when you have Drew Remenda, you hate him. Because you did have him, and you didn't like him. And he was very, he called it straight. And you didn't like it. So, Louis is doing Louis's job, and Louis's very good at that. I'm not going to be critical of another broadcaster. If you don't like it, I understand that. But what you're asking for, you had, and you didn't like that either. With due respect, I think maybe... You know, you're not going to be happy with anything. I, I And I say that with respect. And I also, I like, people get mad. Oh, Louis, you know, it's going to be the, the, the can opener or whatever. You know, we all do that. We all fall into repetition. We don't mean to. I remember one time, <clears throat> my friend Troy Bowler, I was doing a remote. And I was saying absolutely fabulous a lot. And he said, I'll give you $20 which, you know, is always a lot of money to me. I'll give you $20 if you don't say absolutely fabulous in the next 60-second cut-in that you do. And I pretzeled myself so badly there was a terrible cut-in because (laughs) my, my brain was going, say absolutely fabulous. You want to. Say it. And my brain, other side of my brain is going, no, it's 20 bucks. And I was, I was conflicted. It's hard. It's really hard because you're on the radio, you're saying a lot of words, or you're on TV, you're saying a lot of words, and you fall into established, you know, in your mind, established, well-worn brain passages and paths. Maybe not passages. 
And that's what happens. And so I'm not going to be critical of Louis because I know exactly what's going on. And he's a really good guy. And I like him. Oh, there you go with a really good guy. It's not my job to be critical of the broadcasters on television. It just isn't. I tell you who I like. I like Ray Ferraro. I like Mike Johnson. I really like Anson Carter. I'm surprised at how much I like Anson Carter. I, I like. I really like him. I think Anson Carter might be the star the NHL is looking for. Like, as in, you know, um, um, Charles Barkley. You know, Anson Carter. He looks good. He's really intelligent, and he gets it. He's quick. He he's really quick. I love Anson Carter in the intermission. If you haven't seen him, watch him. He's he's spellbinding. He's the star of that show, in my opinion. I've heard better commercial jingles than today's country. Johnny Cash is the best from Dean. Ah, come on. I used to work for a station that um, in Regina that... Do I have time for this? I'll tell it really briefly. Uh, so, you know, when you're a smaller radio station, you want to get jingles and you want to get really good singers, but it's expensive to book a session. So sometimes these Vegas... Um, uh, I think it was Vegas, these Vegas uh, studios, they have a they have session musicians anyway. And so at the end of the major client, which would be a radio station somewhere like Minneapolis or a bigger city, they might have 15 minutes. So what they do is they say, send us two grand and we'll do as many of these as we can. And they'll sound like they sound and we're sending them to you, but here's the two grand and we'll do it. And so you would get it. And one time we did that and it was a radio station that no longer exists, but the jingle was great. It was, you know, more hits today, blah, 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 Regina. And so we had all of these all of these singing jingles, and there's nothing we could do to cut it out, and they said Regina instead of Regina. Oh, my God. Oh, it was just awful. I remember that was a very depressing. My friend Ken and I just sat there and locked the door and waited for the end of our radio careers. <laughs> What do you do with the jingle budget? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, we'll take a break. On the way, very busy hour. We'll have Ben Pulp uh, coming up to talk about the Chicago Blackhawks from the Chicago Sun-Times and Daniel Nugent-Bowman from The Athletic to talk about the orders. It's the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Time for an update. This is a Sports 1440 update. And for your sports 1440 update, 10 game slate in the NHL today, including the Edmonton Oilers who are in action at home against the Chicago Blackhawks. Puck job for that one, 8 p.m. According to our own Jason Greger, Seth Jones is out tonight for the Blackhawks and he has gone back to Chicago for further evaluation. Bakersfield Condors currently in action right now against the Colorado Eagles. That one at 1-1 with just under five minutes to go in the second period. The lone goal scorer for the Condors, Philip Roberg. Blue Jackets' Eric Goodbranson has been suspended one game for, quote, retaliatory action following the hit from behind on him by Panthers forward Nick Cousins. And now, officially, the St. Louis Blues have placed Jacob Vrana on waivers. The American Hockey League has suspended Bob Nardella, the head coach of the Chicago Wolves, 10 games after using homophobic homophobic language towards an official during a game. Five games in the NBA tonight. It all gets going with the Cavs in Boston and the Lakers in Dallas, both games at 530. 
And in NFL news, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert will have surgery to repair his fractured right index finger, and he will be placed on injured reserve, ending his 2023 season. And finally, three games in the AJHL tonight. It's Brooks in Canmore, Camrose in Okotoks, and Whitecourt in Blackfolds. All three games going at 7 p.m., and all three can be watched on flowhockey.tv. I'm Declan Kruger. This has been a Sports 1440 Update.